Hey, good morning, Christian America. Uh, Eddie here, ChristianAmericanTees.com, um, coming to you live this morning. Uh, I wanted to share a few things with you as as I'm trapped today. So I don't know where you sit right now, where you're at, and what you're doing. Uh, but I would tell you that up here in the Northeast, um, for it is full of snow right now. I'm going to show you here in a little bit. I'll, I'll see if I can turn this camera around um, and and show you the snowstorm that's that's uh, been coming down on us here lately. Uh, and, you know, some of you guys in the, you know, f from Wisconsin or from Michigan or wherever you, you know, from the north that are used to, you know, large amount feet of snow, um, I'm definitely not one of those people as a as an original Texas boy. Um, I am not familiar with the snow at all. So when we start getting five, six, eight inches of snow, um, I have to stay inside the house because uh, it's too cold and uh, it's too cold and it's too dangerous for me. But which is something that I wanted to speak to you today about um, is about the storms, right? The, the, the storms in our lives, uh, the storms that uh, seem to consume us and, and what we do about that, uh, what we do about them and uh, how do we how do we make it through our days when 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 our outsides when the outside world is is full of chaos and it seems that we don't fit in uh, fit into to our surroundings. So I want to talk to you uh, briefly about that today. Um, I think it's it's very apt considering the weather here uh, right now. Um, I'm, I'm going to turn this around and maybe you guys can see what I'm talking about. Uh, hopefully it does you justice. Probably not because I have my neighbors, uh, you know, townhome next to me and you can't really see uh, that well. And but I'm going to show you anyway. So hold on. Okay, so hopefully you got a chance to look at that. Uh, that's what's going down up here in Northern Virginia. Uh, it is to me, it's a blizzard. To other folks, it's just a, a normal day. But nonetheless, I'm staying in the house um, and 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 going to do what I need to do uh, from the cozy confines of my own place. Uh, that's just that's just how I roll uh, when when it gets like this. And if you guys are wondering right now, um, you know, what this logo or what this emblem on my shirt means, um, you can go to ChristianAmericanTees.com and you can pick you up one of them. Uh, that is uh, this 1G1C cross uh, that, that you're looking at. It stands for one God, one country, uh, because that here that is what we stand for here at the Christian American T-shirt company. Uh, we stand for one God. Uh, the only God, Christ, our Lord, uh, and and the love of this country, you know, America, the greatest country on earth, uh, that has brought so many millions of people out of darkness, literal darkness, that have that has brought up uh, so many people and so many countries out of poverty, uh, that that 
the goodness that our country uh, spreads around the world, uh, you know, drastically uh, outdoes uh, any other nation in the history of the world as far as good works that have been done. I, and I believe that's a direct reflection from our foundation, uh, our, our Christian foundation, our Judeo-Christian values uh, from the very inception. Uh, the idea that uh, that our country is founded upon individual liberty, uh, an idea that was originally espoused from individual salvation, uh, the, the type of individual salvation that Christ laid down his life and that we should all sacrifice and lay down our lives and our talent and our treasure for the betterment of humanity, the betterment of others, uh, to love one another as you love yourself and to love God with all your heart, mind and soul. And it's under that principle, it's under those principles that this country was founded. And because of those principles, uh, this country has gone on to do uh, great and wonderful things. And at least that's what we believe here at the Christian American T-shirt company. Uh, and everything that we do and everything that we uh, espouse is is trying to be attempts to be in that same light of espousing the values that that Christ set and and trying to follow the example that He set in our lives. So, um, speaking of the storm, right? As I as I look out my window and I see this snowstorm that's going to keep me in uh, all day today, um, I think about the storms in our lives, right? The storms in our lives that keep us inside right they keep us uh boxed up that keep us that keep us cooped up from achieving our uh you know the greatness that 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 waits for us that keeps us from achieving our uh um you know our potential right there there you we all assume that there is more potential out there for you i don't i hope that no one is walking around today. I hope none of you that watch this video, there isn't any Christian Americans out there that are walking around today thinking that I've reached my potential. I'm, I, there's nowhere else for me to go. I've, I've, I've reached the top of my potential. I've reached the pinnacle of, of what I'm capable of. And uh, essentially, I'm just going to ride out the rest of my life. Hopefully, none of you think that because that wouldn't be true. We all have further potential. We all believe that we have further potential. I don't know anyone who honestly thinks that they've, you know, achieved everything that they're going to achieve and then they're perfectly happy. Um, I, I just don't know anybody like that. And I, I doubt that there are very many people that are out there like that. So these storms that come into our lives, uh, unexpected unknowing and some and, and most of the time and sometimes at no fault of our own they just show up out of nowhere they blindside us and they start to you know they start to consume us because we get blinded in the snowstorm we get blinded in the rainstorm it, it comes down so hard on us that it's hard to see the future it's hard to see safety it's hard to see past the dangers that lurk uh, you know, that, that, that we're surrounded in. Um, and I think it's very apt that, you know, we, we discussed that today, at least where I'm sitting and, uh, in this storm, in the storms of your life, 
there's only one constant. There should only be one constant, and that's Jesus. Jesus is the constant uh, in our lives. He is the guiding light. He is the the way, the truth, and the life. He is the the only path towards salvation. He is, you know, he sets the example that we all must follow, and then he provides uh, a an a an example and a a pathway to follow. Uh, additionally, if you don't know why you should be doing this other than because Jesus said so, he usually then breaks down in a parable a a a, a very easily discernible, decipherable uh, story or parable that can show you an example of exactly what he's talking about. And he does this over and over in the New Testament, um, and it, that's why it's important for Christian Americans to pick up the Bible and read it. And you know, you know what? If even if you don't have a hard a hard cap a copy of the Bible. Uh, download one of the apps. Download one of the uh, biblical apps on your iPhone because so many people have smartphones now. Um, really make the phone smart by downloading the Bible app, and then you can uh, access. You know, you can access it anytime while you, uh, anytime that you need it. Right, it gives you that that flexibility to to uh, open it up. You know, look at some passages, look at some scripture, think about think about some things, think about what we're going to talk about, what we're talking about now, and then you know, hopefully it improves your life. So the storms, you know, that we face in life, um, you know, Jesus is the way forward. Jesus is the path out of those hardships, out of those storms. And if you look back in uh, in the New Testament, specifically. We're talking about the storms in our lives, but when the disciples are out on the uh, the Sea of Galilee and a storm whips up and they all fear for their lives, every single one of them, they fear for their lives. And they don't want to wake up Jesus. Jesus is sitting there asleep in the middle of a storm. Why? Because he knows the outcome. He knows that uh, the storm isn't going to overtake them. He knows that the storm isn't going to drown them. They feel that they're that they're going to be overtaken. They feel that they may be drowned. They feel that they're in danger. But Jesus knows that they're not in danger. Jesus knows that they, that they are safe, especially in his come in his presence. And uh, he essentially gets kind of upset with them once they wake him up once the apostles wake him up you know he he, he doesn't you know uh you know coax them he doesn't he doesn't praise them he doesn't he, you know he kind of gets upset kind of rebukes them you know you of little faith you of little faith you know don't you know that you know you're going to be safe and then he you know, and he calms the winds and he calms the storm and everything's good. And they're amazed. Um, that short story is indicative of our lives. When we look at our average 85 years on this earth, if, it, if, if that's how long you live, your 85 years in, is about this long. And if you can see between the space and my fingers, I mean, 
that is an uh, essentially um, what you're worried about on the grand scheme of things. You have the whole world, and you're worried about the space between these two figures. Um, and that's how Jesus looks at it, right? That's how Jesus looks at your problems. They're not really that big of a problem. They're not really big problems. They're very small problems on the grand scheme of things. Stop worrying about you know this much. Stop worrying about this much of your life. Stop worrying about this much of your time. Because what, re what remains is eternity. What remains is never ending. What remains is something greater and larger than anything you could ever imagine. Anything better, something better than you could ever imagine. So stop worrying about this, this little bitty little bit of time on earth and start concentrating on, on eternity with Christ. Use this time. Use this time to prove your worth of those great rewards later. Use this time to, to, to move people in the direction of Christ, to spread Christ's message so we can all live in Christ's presence. We can all live in eternity with Christ. We can all make it to heaven. We can all, we can see the ones that we love there. We can, we can reminisce with our families. We can live with Christ for eternity. If you want to see those that you've loved and you've lost in this, in this time frame, in, in this time frame, you're going to meet people. You're going to love people. You're going to hopefully you get married and you create little people and you and you want to you want to you don't want to see them just in this in this little area. And at this little time, you want to see them forever. You want to be in their presence forever. But in order to do that, you have to stop being consumed with the storms that are around you. Stop being consumed by the by the problems that you have, that you're not good enough or that you're not smart enough or you don't work hard enough or you're not enough according to what the world says, according to what the people that are packed into this little space say. You have to stop worrying about that and start worrying about the long game. Start worrying about eternity. And you have an obligation now that you know this, that you know that Christ existed. You know that he still exists. You know that because you feel him and that you see him every minute of every day in good and bad and rain or shine or snow like I'm in right now. You know that Christ exists. You know that his, uh, his presence can be felt right now. So because you know that, you, you have a, a, a burden on you that you should tell the rest of the world you should spread that message because you know the truth if you could if you had an answer if you had the cure to cancer if you had the cure to autism if you had the cure to any disease on this earth if you knew how to stop it but you kept it to yourself so only you would be able to use it what kind of person would that make you 
what kind of person would that make you? Would that make you a good person or would that make you a selfish person? Would it make you self-serving? If you had the answers to the test, right, and you were at a study group with 10 other people in class and, 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 you, and you think to yourself, I, I know, I know these, I, I know the subject material. I know, you know, how to, uh, how to do the math. I know the formulas. I'm here to show you, or I'm in a group of people and we're here to learn to prepare for the test. And they're all your friends. And they're all your buddies. And you watch them struggle on the on the whiteboard or struggle on the chalkboard and and we're trying to, and they're trying to decipher how you do this math and how do you do the formula, how do you do the equation and and you know and and two people kind of get it and three people really get it and then there's about five others that just don't get it at all. And here you are with all the answers. you know how to do the problems, you know how to solve them. What kind of friend would you be? What kind of partner would you be if you just held that information and you never gave it out? So you would score better on the test. So you would move up in your little class rankings and you would be, uh, you know, you would be able to, to, to say the, how, how great you are, right? How wonderful you are and how great you did on a test. And, and, and what if there were a prize? What if there were a prize for anybody that scored 100% on the test? or over a 95 on the test. If there were a prize for everyone who scored 95% uh, or higher on the test, and here you are in a room full of people that are looking to, to work. They're not, we're not cheating. We're trying to study and we're, and we're learning, you know, uh, how to do the math, how to do the equations in order to, you know, score well and receive a reward. And you have the answers. You have the you can have an easier way to break down, you know, the equations. You know the math, but you don't share it. You don't share it with those around you. You don't share it with your friends. You don't share it with your family. You don't share it, and then, you know, because you want to be the the one that sits above everybody else. You want to be the one that people look up to. That's not right. That's not a Christian. That's not a Christian way of thinking, um, and and it wouldn't be right. So in that same light. When we're surrounded by the storms in our life, and every single person has a storm in their life, and many people have more, a lot more than just one, and you're, and you're watching your brothers, and you're watching your sisters, and you're watching your family, and you're watching your friends, and you're watching your community. Now we're even watching our country. We're watching the world spin around in our own storms, in our is. Storms in our universities, storms in our families, storms in our political discourse, storms in, you know, in, in every single storms in our own church, in our own uh, congregations, storms within our own families. When you see the world that's struggling in their storm. And you have the answer. The answer is Christ. The answer is God. The answer is the Bible. The examples are in there. The, 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 the words of Christ to help us all come from Jesus, come from his time on earth. We're all in the boat and we're scared to wake him up. We're all in the boat in the storm and we're scared to wake him up. 
Why? He's got the answer. He can, he can calm the storm. He can calm the sea. He can set things right. You're in your storm. Turn to Jesus. Turn to Christ. Turn to the Bible. Read what he said. Understand it. Think about it. Think about it then. Think about it now. How does it, what, is, what does it mean to you? What does it mean to your life in the storm right now? And then when God leads you out of it, if, if he blesses you enough to lead you out of your own problems and lead you out of your own storm and lead you out of your own uh, uh, issue, whatever it is, sickness, poverty, family issues, family sickness, the, uh, who knows, jobs, you, know, you, you're, you're, you, you lose your job or you, you get demoted, whatever it is. When Christ leads you out of it, it's incumbent upon you then to turn around and continue to spread his message, continue to spread the word of Christ so that others can be led out of their own storm. Don't just keep that information for yourself. Turn around and help someone. Turn around and help somebody understand the word of God. I just had a conversation about the apostles. We just had I just had a conversation about the apostles and the idea that the religious leaders at the time, at the time of Christ, were all passed over. Christ passed them all over. Christ wasn't interested in the religious leadership. Christ wasn't interested in the well-off. He wasn't interested in the well-to-do. He would have talked to them. If they would have came and listened and followed and not tried to dictate, but he wasn't worried about them. As a matter of fact, he was antagonistic towards them because he knew that they didn't represent the people that they said they represented. He knew that they didn't really trust in God the way they pretended to trust in God. He knew that the long prayers and the fine robes were just an excuse to get their position in the temple and and to have others look upon them with admiration he knew that that was in their heart he knew that that is what their motive was and so he rebuked those people he rebuked the leadership he rebuked the well-off he rebuked the wealthy and instead he went to the average person he went to the fisherman and the tax collector and the people that work and the people that work with their hands you know carpenters as he was a carpenter he wasn't worried about the religious leadership and in 2019 i'm telling you that you don't have to worry about the religious leadership either the religious leadership have never been at the forefront of the christian movement it's always the people it's always the people the average person it's the people who make the church it's not the preacher the preacher doesn't make the church the preacher doesn't build the building. It's the people in the pews that look towards Christ that make the church. It's the people in the pews that make the community, that, that make the Christian American community. It's the average person. And if we want to progress our nation, we want to progress our community, we want to progress our family towards Christ, it's not going to be the religious leadership who does that. It's not going to be the televangelist who does that. 
It's not going to be the guy who, uh, you know, who who takes his donations and, you know, buys airplanes so he can fly around in 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 in, in first class or or in style. It's not going to be the guy with three thousand dollars suits, you know, that in 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 pinky rings and jewelry and big cars and mansions. It's not going to be those guys that lead our Christian American community forward. It's just not. People turn to individuals like that when they don't know the truth, when they don't think about what Christ actually did and how Christ actually acted and who are the people that he actually interfaced with, who were the people that were his priority of the time, who were the people that he knew could change the world. It wasn't the religious leadership. It was the average person. It was a fisherman. It was Peter who wasn't doing anything but catching fish. And he was doing a poor job at that when Christ found him. With their own problems and their own struggles and their own uh, issues that they had. But what they were able to do, what those apostles were able to do, were they were able to leave their problems behind. They were able to leave uh any issues that they had behind and they followed christ for the remainder of his earthly life and and because they were able to do that he granted them with powers unimaginable powers to you know to uh, powers to heal powers to change people's hearts he sent the holy spirit down upon him to do wonderful things and that's what they did they did wonderful things and they changed the world because it wasn't enough to just know the truth to live with christ and to keep it to yourself and not do anything with it they were commanded to spread the word and that's what they did and so we still are as christian americans that know this that have lived through and are currently living through our own storms in life we know that the answer is christ we know that the, an the answer is written in the Bible. We know that the answer is in the scriptures. All we have to do is look at it and read it and think about it and pray about it. And when you hit, get that clarity, turn around and tell your brother, tell your sister that are in their own storms. Help lead them out of the, out of the darkness, out of the wilderness out of their own the storms of their own life and that way we have a much stronger community we have a much more faithful community and and then we can change the world that's the lesson that's the lesson of the apostles that's the lesson of of, of christ's message on earth that's the lesson of the storm on the sea is that when we're surrounded with danger or what we think is danger in this in this little bitty time that we're here on earth and we're so consumed with just just this little bit instead of the eternity it's important that we use this time to turn towards christ because it's beneficial now it's beneficial tomorrow it's beneficial next week, next month, next year. It's going to be beneficial once we pass and we live eternity with Christ. It's going to be beneficial for the rest of the for the rest of eternity.
But now you have to look to your brother and sister, and you have to help them find Christ. You have to help them find the answer. You have to help them find the way, the truth, and the life so that they can have eternity with Christ, so they can be benefited today, tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, 10 years for eternity. And then you can spend eternity with the ones that you love because they sit right beside you. And we're all in the presence of Christ. So hopefully uh, you, you guys took something from that. Uh, I really wanted to give you that message uh, mainly because, like I said, I'm, I'm in here. Uh, I'm, I'm in the house all day today. I'm snowed in. The storm is, is, is raging outside. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's too cold and it's too mushy and it's too slick to be on the roads. Um, I'm not going outside. I'm going to instead do exactly as I said is I'm going to stay in. I'm going to turn my eyes and I'm going to turn my attention. Uh, I'm going to turn my attention to Christ and we'll do, I'll do some reading and I'll do some thinking and I'll do some praying and I'll do some, uh, spend some time with my family uh, during this storm. And it will be better for everybody involved. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you, again, if you always, uh, if you feel the need or the desire to uh, contribute to the Christian American cause more than you already are by watching this video or liking this video or sharing this video or subscribing to any one of the platforms. I think the podcast now is on about six different platforms. So we're like on Google app podcast. We're on the anchor podcast. I think we may be even on like a podcast on Spotify. I think we're in the Apple app store, uh, or, uh, a podcast store. We may be in that also. Um, there is a bunch of different places that now our podcast is popping up. So we're, we are growing. So if you want to contribute any more to that other than subscribing and listening and liking and, 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 and posting your comments and sharing uh, information and sharing our, uh, our, our content with the people that you know, and we encourage that, that is by far is enough. But if you want to go that extra mile, uh, we won't ask you for donations. What I'd ask you is that you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. And if you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick up um, hoodies or sweats, uh, tees and tanks that uh, let the world know what you stand for, who you are, that you're a Christian American, that you put Christ first, you put love of country second, and that everything else is just tertiary to that. Everything else is a byproduct because if we put Christ first and we lit and we keep our eyes on him and we and we move our country towards him. Everything else will be it, it, everything else is icing on that cake. But when you go to ChristianAmericanTees.com, you can pick up tees similar like to the one that I got on. Right. Represent yourself with God and country, um, because those are the 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 main two priorities uh, that you should have in life. And that's the only way we're going to progress our community and our country forward uh, towards salvation. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. Uh, continue to work uh, you know, your hardest for Christ. Continue to, uh, to shine a light or continue to be the light that others follow and lead the people that follow, lead them towards Christ. Because that is the only way to salvation. That is the only way to everlasting happiness. That is the way to eternity in heaven. Uh, it, the way, the truth, and the life. 
uh, is Jesus Christ. With that, uh, you guys have a great day. Stay lit. Stay blessed. Um, continue to carry the armor of God and do his work and do his will as best you can, because it's only going to be us that pulls us out of the uh, the storms that are, that are currently uh, causing uh, the, the only it's only going to be us that pulls the rest of our community out of the storms of their own life. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, have a blessed day.